You're about to listen to the words and teachings of Pastor Shola Oshimakide of the household of David. Be blessed. honor you. You are so beautiful beyond description. Awesome in all your ways. Blessed be your name, Father. We give you all the glory. Thank you for your presence here tonight. Thank you for all trans for your word. Thank you for the manifestation of the gifts of the spirits. Glory to your name. We worship you, Lord, in the name of Jesus Christ. Can I hear loud? Amen. Hallelujah. If you haven't been trained so much in the things of the spirits, you look on the outside. For instance, when the worship is very deep and the glory of the Lord is present, what some people expect is that the sick will be healed. It happens. But the most important part of the glory is that there is a transformation going on inside you. Did you get what I've just said now? Maybe this is why we'll talk about something very important tonight. And something that the body of Christ must master quickly. Otherwise, we have a form of godliness, but we deny the power that is in it. There is the work of God without, and there is the work of God within. The work of God within is more important than the work of God without. Did somebody just hear what I've just said now? Hallelujah. The power of God, when it is present, can change, uh, heal bodies, deliver people. But the greatest work of the power of God is to do something to your inner man. Otherwise, like I stopped on Wednesday, you have the spirit upon, but you are very weak when it comes to the spirit within. This is why somebody can fast for days and probably experience the power of God externally. But the lust is still there. The covetousness is still there. The anger is still there. And it is very easy to know when people are like this. What made somebody, during one of the days of the conference, to come in, get angry with the ushers, and to say, what kind of church is this? They are conscious of the power they want to receive without. There is no evidence of the spirit within. They are shallow. And this is the problem. With Nigerian or Christianity as it is being practiced in Nigeria. Somebody can be on his way to prayer meeting and insult somebody. You are crazy. We want to drive nonsense. They are conscious of the external. But the primary purpose of the Holy Spirit before the external is the internal. Why do we have many unforgive Christians who will not forgive? Why do we have offenses as much as in the church and outside? Very 
are full of the Spirit. Being filled or being full of the Spirit does not automatically translate into asking the cripple to get up. It can be a part of it, but the bigger part of it is that the fullness of Christ manifests in your nature. And that is what many people don't know. You see, when you spend time praying, some of the things that God is doing inside you is that you just discover that it is so easy for you to forgive and let go. That is a powerful work of the Holy Spirit because it contradicts carnal human nature. You don't get that. For God to show you a vision is easy. The most difficult work of the Spirit, not the difficult for God, but I'm just saying that, I'm to use that word. The most difficult work of the Spirit is to transform a man from within. Because as we come into Christ, we come with our baggages and we behave the same way. So when Paul was writing about this in Hebrews 12, he said, let us lay aside every sin and weights. He was writing to the church and he was saying that many of you still have sins and weights. And when you are praying at times, those are the things that the Lord is dealing with. That thing, that thing, that thing, that loss from within, that anger, that impatience, that thing that makes you say, that, 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 that just me, I'll give them a piece of my mind. You see, that way, you are not compatible with the kind of you that the Lord wants. You're going to let me get this message out. <laughs> are, are, you, are you following me? This is very important. Oh, power. How many power people have done things that have made people to even hate Christ the more? I remember that song, Let the beauty of Jesus be seen in me. As we tarry in the place of prayer, those are the works that the Lord is doing inside us. Oh, it is, permit me to use the word again. I'm using the word permit me, for lack of word. It is so difficult for the Spirit of God to get greed out of the life of some people. They can fast for seven days dry, even command leper to be cleansed, and still be as greedy as they were. Are you not seeing what I'm saying in people? Otherwise, there shouldn't be fights in the body of Christ. So somebody becomes anointed and he's, fight, he's still fighting the other church there. Right there, he continues, even with the anointing. Because there is an anointing without, but they are low within. Do you get what I've just said? Do you know how many people pray in tongues who are also still in the office? Why do somebody break someone's heart and you don't feel anything? Why are you still so cultural, even though you are born again? There is still racial discrimination. And it's still going on in many parts of the world. It is because of the external that we have given attention to. But the hidden man inside, we haven't given so much attention. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody in one church, one day told another that if you are not, I will give you a slap. In a miracle service. External. Why? The Bible teaches very strongly against murmuring. Yet I know many Christians who murmur. There is a story. See, this is how you know. Papa Egi told us a story. They left the meeting where they were and they drove in hungry. And the man and his wife never asked them whether they are eating or not. They put them in a room. They were staying in the pastor's house and they went out. I think day one, day two, day three, I'm not sure. They, I mean, 
and a day came notice and came around and said that my house is not very far from had they been giving you food but he refused he said one day was angry he picked up his phone he wanted to call the general overseer of that church to report see one of the things many of us don't know is that if you are full of the spirit you will stop insisting on your rights What you are saying is true. But the only thing we tell you to shut up at times. This is a dimension that Jesus is trying to bring into the church. I will, may I will say my mind. I will say my mind. Let's just tell them the truth and let them know. It's not the language of the Spirit. Mm. Hallelujah. Okay, let me have you sit down. <laughs> what a way to begin. Are you set? Now you know that there are nine gifts of the Spirit or nine expressions of the gift or expressions of the Spirit. And there is a reason why there are nine fruits also. But we read something last week that I want us to read again. If you ask an average Christian who is a strong Christian, he will point to somebody who comes around, shakes chairs, and things. And this is why many people are deceived. Especially Africans. That's where our attention is on. So when we worship at times, what the Lord is just doing in some people is just enabling them to free those who have offended them. And that takes the same anointing to heal the sick. I get what I'm saying. Sometimes it's reshaping how you see the world. Ephesians 3. We read this last week and I want us to read it again. Ephesians 3, let's start from verse 18. Ephesians 3, verse 18. Let's start from 16. Hallelujah. That he will grant you, this is Paul praying for the church in Ephesus, that he will grant you according to the riches of his glory. He could have said that he will grant you. I pray that the Father will grant you. But a few times Paul mentioned that I'm not just asking God to grant you. I'm asking God to grant you according to the riches. That means let him do it as powerful as he is. To be strengthened with might by his spirit in the inner man. I need everybody listening to me and those who are watching to get this. Who is a man? Who is that man who has strength in his inner man? Who is that man who is strong inside? It's not a man that can prophesy, that can see vision. Now look at it. As a result of being strengthened with might in your inner man, verse 17, what happens? That Christ may dwell in your heart by faith. What is the next thing? And you, being rooted and grounded in love, the first sign that you are full of the Spirit of God is that you are love-dominated. I can never be moved by somebody that can tell you the color of your singlets. Yet no iota of love. He attacks back everybody that attacks him. He responds to every criticism. He defends himself. We are going to read First Corinthians chapter 13. You can use it to measure the temperature of your love. That's why it's there in the Bible. You can say, am I walking in love or not? Just proof of, especially you read it from Amplified Bible. Immediately you start seeing where we are all been falling short. And now the Papa Egin ended up saying, I read this book a while and he said, if we get it right in the church, in the area of love, the only people we'll be ministering to will be outsiders. Nobody will be broke, nobody will be sick in the church again. 
We want the Christians to outsider. This is the problem. Having to be, having to observe that Jesus tied the power to bind, to the power to forgive. He said, whatever you bind on that. He said, I say unto you, when you have anything against anybody, go and say to me, because that is where the power is. He told us the story of a woman who said, in his book, The Spirit of Man, The Spirit Within, he said, and he shared in some other books I wrote, this woman said, they, have, they had a child and they adopted two. And one of them was always having epilepsy. Very seriously. They took, it, took her to the best consultant in America and they said that the consultant said, This is the worst case of epilepsy I've seen. So one day she called Papa again to come to the house. Or, and they were talking. And long and short of it, they got to that point. He said, I hate my mother in law. And he said that, No, you are born again. No born again Christian is capable of hating anybody. That word came from your soul, not from your spirit. He said, now, say to me, I hate my mother-in-law. Listen to the innermost man. You will feel a scratch, and she did. So that means it didn't come from there. Then later, she invited the mother-in-law and everyone, Papa Ege, and they had a dinner, and she told Papa Ege, and said, you know what? I was wrong, truly. I don't hate them. These are wonderful people. Now, there was, the meeting was for many days. And then one of the days, the primary signs of the epilepsy started on the girl. And he called her again. And he said, he was talking to his wife that the Holy Spirit said he should go. As they were driving, they both didn't talk. They were trying to hear from God. Part of it, when you are a talkative, the Spirit is not leading you much. Are you with me? <laughs> no talkative can hear God very well. So as, as they got to the house, the Lord said to Papa Gida, do not pray for the girl. Show the mother from the Bible. Now you are walking in love and you love your mother-in-law. There is no room for devil again. Say to the girl, say, you mother, say to the girl yourself, say, Satan, take your hands off my daughter for I am now walking in love. He said, before you could snap your finger, the epilepsy stopped. And one of the things I like about Egin's story is that it will go back about 18 years to trace the story again. After about 18 years, the girl was still okay. He asked the mother, has it tried to happen to her again? He said, yeah, if you didn't want to, I just said that, Satan, I am walking, Lord, there is no room for you here. Perfect Lord, cast out fear. I told her, the Bible said that let brotherly love continue. And the Bible said that to the angel of the church in Philadelphia, I have said before you are no put that we no man can shut. And I said, Philadelphia means brother in love. In other words, Jesus said to that church, to the church where they have attained to the level of brother in love, all doors are open before them. Because it is the most difficult thing. Paul said that when you are strengthened with might in your inner man, the first sign is that you are rooted and grounded in love. In other words, your level of spiritual strength can be measured by how rooted and grounded in love you are. It's the first sign. Hallelujah. Look at 1 John 3, 14. So this is the first sign. Why do we have as many fights as in Christian homes that we have as in non-Christian homes? It's always strange to me when I listen to a Christian brother going to report his mom to his wife. Honestly speaking, I have never been able to understand this. 
or a Christian woman going to report the husband to the mother. I have never been able to understand this. So Christ has left your house. The mortal men are the ones that will now help you to put things together. I'm not saying it is wrong to ask people to look into a case with you. But when you maliciously go report, what is wrong? It is this thing I'm sharing. Ah. I didn't like it many years ago when people were asked a question. Upon all the praying, 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 praying in the church, the country is not changing. Later, the Lord gave me the answer. Check those who are praying. Look at the bitterness of one church to another. Yet we are all praying. Among the same congregation praying, how many people are speaking evil of themselves? If you want the power of God to flow in you unhindered, learn not to speak evil of anybody. But I tell you the truth, it's so difficult. We enjoy sharing other people's story. We like it. Especially the negative ones. We like it. You see, it takes spiritual energy for me to come one day and then greet Pastor Moni very well, greet Pastor David very well, give Brafemi very well, and the same day skip you and grip this No, Immediately your flesh goes into action. It begins to tell you how discriminated I have been. And it takes that one, that's why the Bible said that to be strengthened with might. It takes a power from within to say no to your flesh that no, probably he didn't see me. Because when this spirit dominates you, you make excuses for people. When your flesh dominates you, you accuse people. Two ministries are always going on before God. Ministry of accusation or ministry of intercession. There is no middle court. You belong to one or the other. That's the truth. The moment we do intercede for people, we are going to accuse them. He came to our house. He didn't greet us. What has the, your innermost spirit is trying to say no. No, sister, don't talk like that. You don't even know what was going on in his heart. But your flesh is, no, no, no. Because it's coming from pride. You consider yourself too significant to be ignored. Why did he ignore me? So you must, react, we must react, react. And the way, since you cannot fight the person, you retaliate by broadcasting to five other people. I don't know if it's a snob. And you say that, then your flesh eases. It enjoys it that you have fired your arrow back. You get what I've just said now. Check it very well. When you want to fight back and you refuse, it is your flesh that pays. But your, that's what the Bible says. Do our outward man perishes. Our inward man is being renewed. It's like the two of them, they go opposite direction. What your spirit is happy about, your flesh hates. So your spirit says, let's keep quiet. Your flesh says, no, we must talk. Ah, I'm, I will talk. And when you talk, you feel good. You have given them a piece of your mind. What mind? Dirty mind. You have said it. Have you seen some people before? For not talking on their way, they will be boiling. Ah, they are waiting. Ah! One guy said around me, what they say, I missed an opportunity to give her, and to give it to her. And the thing was still paying, one, paying in the one hour after. I, I didn't give it. <laughs> Somebody in the office, if my colleague said something, he paid him that he, he, he let it, he paid him that he allowed the thing to go like that. Two hours of them was saying, why not and down? Ah, I did not. I, I, ah! <laughs> Hallelujah. That is your flesh reacting. 
So Paul said, be rooted and grounded in love. Now the Bible says, we know that we are passed from death to life because we love the brethren. He that loveth not his brother abideth in death. These are letters to Christians. Strength in your inner man. So this is the, I consider, this is a personal opinion, the greatest work of the Holy Spirit is to build strength in your inner man, to say no, to enable you to walk in the Spirit. And what is walking in the Spirit? It means walking in the fruit of the Spirit. So Galatians 5.19 says, it's always one or the other. Galatians 5.19. Now the works of the flesh are manifest. That means if the flesh is the stronger part of you, adultery, fornication, uncleanness, lasciviousness. Next one. Idolatry, witchcraft. One day we explain each one. Witchcraft does not mean you are a witch. <laughs> Hatred, variance, emulations, rots. Can you see? Strife, sed seditions, heresies. Go on. Envies, I. Murders, drunkenness, revilings. Such like. The list is endless, so it just ended it there. But. Verse 23, 22. But the fruit of the Spirit. Look at it. Again, the first one. What is it? If the fruit of the Spirit is love, if what we receive when we are strengthened is to be rooted and grounded in love, love is what study. What is love? Your spirit bears fruit. Remember. The Holy Spirit enables your spirit to bear fruit. This is not the fruit of the Holy Spirit. King James put it as capital. It's supposed to be small f's. The spirit there is not the Holy Spirit. It is your human spirit. The Holy Spirit does not bear fruit. It bears fruit through your spirit. And of course, Jesus said, "You are, I am divine. You are the branches. You don't find fruit on the vine. You find the fruit on the branches. Am I right? For most things. So it is your spirit man that bears this nice fruit. In other words, this is what you see. When you see a man who is full of the Holy Ghost, he is full of joy. He is full of, he is full of love, joy, peace, patience, self-control. He controls his words. That joy there does not mean everything is fine on the outside. But nothing can affect him. Joy, self-control, gentleness, kindness, these are the fruits. So, to the degree to which you see the exhibition of all these things in a man, it shows how strong. The Bible did not attach strength to prophecy, tongues, interpretation, gift of healings. No. The Bible attaches it. Ayah. Even Elisha's dead bone heals somebody. So, healing is not the issue. Because these things will help us build a Christian home. A Christian community. This is what the world seek, and this is what the Spirit of God is trying to teach individuals in the church. Do you know how many people have left churches across the world because Anusha said something? You begin to ask that where is going to be the bus stop for some people eventually? Anger. You can as well accept 
There's nowhere you go to that somebody will not offend you. It's a matter of do you want to pick offense or let go and forgive. One man of God said that somebody did something to him one day, some difficult members of the church. You always have, in every church, you have some difficult members. Some people are just difficult to cope with. And as he wanted to get, I just went on his bed and began to laugh on his bed. And he said, Lord, I won't get angry. He said, I wonder what to put up with, with us every day, Lord. He said, I only have about five problem makers in my church. You have the old one making trouble for you. And you have not destroyed all of us in anger one day. Do you know what God puts up with with every one of us every day? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. See, you get to a point that people can see that love in your eyes. Not for somebody you want to date. <laughs> <laughs> that, that, that's not, most of the time that one is lost that's what I'm talking about I see it in your I see it I see it love love that, that's not what I'm talking about that you appear in a place peace will just saturate the atmosphere because there's so much of it in you and that you give it to any environment you get to somebody's raising his voice and you are just so quiet ah Some years back in West of Ibadan, I think I've shared the story for there was a guy who had a roommate that was a chronic unbeliever. And there was this Christian brother always trying to minister to him. And he made it a point of duty to frustrate this Christian brother. On a Sunday morning, the guy would put his uniform, who was in the choir, on the bed just to go and have his bath. This unbeliever would wake up and he would put Omo in buckets and put the uniform there. I'm like, ah, he would say it sarcastically. I thought he wanted to wash. I was just trying to help a Christian brother. But he just soaked his uniform. That was a genius for the devil. Just tormenting the guy. And the guy wouldn't react. He did that for a lot. His friends would come and they would be laughing at the guy, at the Christian brother. One day they went outside, you and went somewhere. I don't know whether you are a school, but this, I, I'm not sure which school actually, but somebody told me this story. <laughs> so I like being accurate with my story now. So, but it sounded like, I think from to the best of my head, I think that it happened elsewhere, but the story happened anyway. <laughs> And I was like, one day, they were coming and they went to drink, all those friends, and they got drunk. And they got to the gate of the school somewhere and the guy was too drunk to control it. So his friend left him, he defecated on his body, so they left him there. And his brother head in his room, went to pick him up, brought him to the room, washed him, washed his clothes and put him on the bed. I don't know, it was a Saturday night from what the pastor said. So he woke up the following morning and he wanted to start tormenting his brother about going for service again. And his friend came. This time, and instead of them to laugh, they beat him up. They said, you are a very useless individual. That we that we call ourselves your friend, we abandoned you. But with all you've done to this guy, he came to pick you. And now you want to start paying him this way? So they left him. He broke down in tears. You see, I have found out power can convince some people but the power of the inner man is the best way to transform a life. Do you know in Acts 16 when Apostle Paul was preaching and the girl that had the spirit of divination was shouting and they arrested Paul. Paul was a Roman citizen 
a Roman citizen must not be touched that time. Possibly, you know, I thought about it for a long time. Why didn't Paul tell them when they wanted to beat him that I'm a Roman citizen? He didn't say anything. They flogged him well and they put him in jail. I see Paul knew. I, what am I about to say? Might be difficult for carnal man to understand. Sometimes, we go through the sufferings of Christ that will be a better blessing to some other people. That's what I'm saying. It is given to us on behalf of Christ, not only believe but to suffer. So they beat Paul well. And in the night, they began, you know, the rest of the, when the earthquake happened and the jailer wanted to kill himself, they led the jailer to Christ and the jailer and his entire household got born again. They now asked Paul, the people now sent him and told him that, let those men go. We just opened the bill, let them go. Then Paul said that, no, let them come and fetch us. I'm a Roman citizen. When the people heard, they were trembling. Why didn't he tell them? If he told them yesterday, the jailer wouldn't be saved. Are you aware that Daniel was close enough to the king? And he could have told the king not to sign that document. If he did, you wouldn't know today that God would be able to save from lions' den. There are times that the Spirit of God tells that what you are thinking is right, but don't say anything right now. On Sunday, we talk more about this thing because one of the things I want to share on Sunday at what point is the Word of God and the voice of the Holy Spirit? There must be balance between the two. You cannot say you are practicing the word. I'm a doer of the word outside the Holy Spirit. For instance, Jesus in the word said, go around the old world and preach. But Paul wanted to preach in the city and the Spirit of God said, no, don't preach here. That is a spirit in quote versus the word. But the spirit never contradicts the word. I am saying that even though there are promises, it is the Holy Ghost that will tell you which one applies to you right now. So you cannot just start confessing. For instance, you can't look at a that sister over there and say, I confess, you are my wife. Because the Bible says, whatever I desire, whatever I desire, you are your desire. I feel sorry for you. I desire you. And, and then you start, you continue, you are the... That is what I said that one day we'll look at the meaning of, that is witchcraft. And I've seen believers do this. Go and stand inside someone's property and say, I, I claim it. This house is mine. It's mine. You see a beautiful car. This car is mine. The word of God tells it is true that the Bible says whatever you desire. But it is also true that the Spirit of God knows your life better. And part time, it tells you what you need. Before you speak in tongues over your passport against Canada. Is it the will of God for you to travel? It is true that the Bible says whatever the soul of your fish are trained. You can begin to stand on now. The Bible says, whatever, uh, Pastor, what the Bible says that whatever the soul of it is true. But it is also true that God has created you to, bend, to, be, to function at a particular location. At a particular time. Location might change later. There is a place for you per time. Did you hear what I just said? When we don't know this, even prayer can become frustrating. You are now confessing and praying and breaking you. And the Lord is saying that, brother, I love you so much. So I have a better plan. This is not the plan. Every plan of God for your life affects some other people. Because you are called to be a blessing to men, not yourself only. Is somebody with me? So you begin to understand that 
when you sit in that room and you are praying in tongues for a long time, it's not that an angel will appear to you and say, my son, from today, any sick that sees you, if before they see you, they shall be healed. At times, it commissions people like that. But most times, as you are praying, strength is being built inside. You come out, this is the anointing that enables us to say no to temptation. If the Lord does not deal with this and he gives you the spirit upon, and is where we'll get to at the final episode of this teaching, the spirit upon. We need that one also. But if the Lord begins with that one and you can see vision and you can prophesy and you can heal the sick, that gift might be the very thing that will kill you. Because it will do more evil than good with the gift. Go and ask Brother Balaam and he will tell you. I get what I'm saying. That might be where the problem is. Because you are not, you are carrying something outside that there's no sufficient strength inside to hold. And when there is a weight outside and the weight inside is weaker than what is outside, you will break. In, if you read God's generals, there are people who died prematurely, who died young, because of the heaviness of the gift that came upon them, and there was no enough inner stamina in, to carry it. This is where God will spend the greater part of time building you. He has looked ahead. There are women here, you are going to produce a son that will shake the nations of the earth, probably rebuild this nation. He will spend a lot of time working with you, working on you, building that strength, ability to be consistent, to be in, out of season and in season, because you needed to raise that child. But you are concerned about the external. I have prayed for rent, I have not received it. I have prayed for this. I prayed for that. Let me say this to somebody watching, and this might bless you. Somebody once told me. Okay. This one is my friend, so he won't get angry. <laughs> Hallelujah. Because this is a good story. Because this is going to help. Apostle told me one day, we're talking. And he said, when I was in ABU, I think I've said it before. I will believe God that somebody will send an amount. I will confess and stand by faith. I will stand by faith. And I will go to the bank and I will tell the banker, you know, I'm waiting for some money is coming. Please check my account. The money should have come. And he said, we'll sit down in the bank from morning till evening. Till they will close. I thought, bank won't close. He said, go and check one more time. He said, all those periods, he never received. He said, but he never gave up. So I see when he left school, I see the Lord said to him, you have See, to God, yeah, it wasn't God keeping the money. To God, what God was interested in was his consistency. That you were persistent. You could say, as soon as he left school, now without asking for that money, they started coming to him. I have discovered that there is law of compensation in God. If you stand with God, believing for something, and for some reasons you miss it, somehow God will reroute it another way and it will come back to you. Did you get what I just said? Amen. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Glory to God. We worship you. Lift up hands and just pray in the spirits. Ah, our, we, our testimony will be so strong. When believers across the world, we are walking in this. 
love is patient, love is kind. Love does not insist on its own way of doing things. Why are marriages falling apart? Somebody is insisting it has to be this way or never done. Why are homes breaking? Somebody is insisting. And they will drag that right and write and I'll report to everybody. He's trampling on my rights. He said this to me. I am not going to take it. Strength in the innermost man. Strength to say no where we should say no. Strength to let go where we should let go. Strength to love, to genuinely love people. Strength to forgive. Strength to refuse to be offended. Ten times people trample on you, you refuse to be offended. Your focus is on Jesus. No matter what, words are spoken against you, yet you don't take sword to fight for yourself. You don't retaliate by you to bashing them. Oh, he reported me to seven people, I'm going to report him to 17. All those things that you see around, they make the voice of the spirit very weak in our ears, our spiritual ears. In Jesus' name, the moment you are the fruit of the Spirit growing mightily in you, it becomes very easy to be acquainted with the voice of the Holy Spirit. The frequency through which the Lord broadcasts His voice, that's the frequency. If there is love, this is why you should fight depression, fight lonely, fight anything that tries to come. Some people don't know that demons are responsible for this thing. They cast dark cloud around you. All of a sudden, you are not just happy. You can't say why you are not happy. You are not just happy. Nobody likes to wait. But sometimes, your character in waiting matters a lot. Yeah. I have seen a young lady. I was on a queue in a bank many years ago. I don't go to bank again. Thank God, we have enough bankers who can always help me. So, God has helped me. I hate the idea of going to bank. But I used to do it when I was there. I would just stand. Maybe I might just want to withdraw my 50k. I was on the queue that day. Ah, by the time this girl finished with the guy who was paying, the guy was confused about five minutes. Somebody had to all give from behind. I don't worry, it is well. And all the people on the queue, both men and women, were looking at that girl. Ah, ah. She just went on and went on. Is this what your mate should be? And said, by the time she was with the guy, he held tell her, he was just looking. He was lost mentally. And it can shock you. You might hear the same girl two hours after that singing to God. The Lord does not condemn his people for all these things, but he demands a change. This should not continue. Why do we love prayers against enemy? Have you noticed? Especially in Africa. If you know your enemy will not leave the, to see the end of the year, people will shout amen. If you want Jesus to save your enemy, no amen. But they don't want them to say, they want them to die. Why do we have all these things? Please, I'm not picking on anybody's doctor. I'm just saying, why is our mindset pro all these things? Why? 
if Stephen asked all those who killed him to die, Apostle Paul would have died. Because they put the clothes at his feet. Why? The best way to win people is through love. It is done by the anointing. But this is not just a love that I'm buying sweet for you so you can come to our church. No. Genuine love from within that is filled by the power of the Holy Spirit. Because it's not done in the flesh. It's not done in the flesh. Hallelujah. Is somebody with me tonight? This is what God is calling his church to. When we're in scripture, you know, this used to be the main thing. The character of a Christian. This is what the inner man does. He's killing the work of the flesh one by one. So that you are strong within. You are strong within. You are strong within. And when that happens, as soon as you start praying, you start hearing the voice of the Holy Spirit clearly. I personally believe this is probably the reason why Papa Egin or people said about him that he never fasted for seven days, drawers, yet he healed more people than people who are doing 21 days fasting. At times, we need to ask a question why acrobatics? It is because many times we have missed God in these simple things. The same person, I have seen people in a program, a convention of a church, they were almost exchanging punches because of chair, two women. And I stood there and asked myself, for a convention and they, that was where people fasted for 50 days for the convention those people partook in the fast the fast did not change them only that somebody moved somebody's chair and put it at the back just one chair at the back is that the power of work cannot reach me when I'm at the back the God that cannot reach me at the back that can reach me at the front is not worth serving if one makes the power of God to reach the, if the God that the only power he has is that when you are at the front that's where he can touch you it, should, it, should, it shouldn't be your God. Because what about when you are in Bonu? <laughs> Did you hear what I just said? If his power descends and because you are on the top, he can't touch you. What is the assurance that he will touch you when you are at the back of a plane? It's a simple question. An anger. And you say, why? Why all these things? Why? Do you want to know the level of gossip among Christians? And this is what the Lord is asking us. Can there be a time when there is no Christian marriage breaking up? Yes. When we master all these things. Can there be a time when if you are in, office, if you are in an office with a Christian, you will know. If a Christian employs you, it will be a blessing to you. God of the love radiating from that place. That's what the Lord is saying. Can they recognize us on the road as we drive? There are some guys who drive nonsense. If people will annoy you, prepare for it. But if you are so strong within, this is why when that joy is bubbling and you are probably driving and singing, I will sing. It's a little difficult for the flesh to break in that time. You are almost going to react negatively when you're already down, when you're already angry, when you're already touchy. That's where all these things will come in. Don't you get what I've just said? Hallelujah. Blessed be your name, Lord Jesus. Let's rise. Thank you for being a part of our broadcast. You know, we never like to end without giving you an opportunity to make Jesus Christ the Lord of your life. Coming into Christ is beyond joining a church, is beyond a religion. It is joining God's family. And that is done when you believe in Christ Jesus. So I just want to lead you right away now. If you are 
if you want to give your heart to Christ. Just say after me, say, Lord Jesus, I believe that you died and rose again and that you paid for my sins. I accept you as my Lord and my Savior and from today I belong to you. If you have said those words, we'll be late. You are born again. You are part of God's family right now. You can go ahead and rejoice about it. God bless you. We love you.